John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast for October 1916. This podcast looks at life in World War I through the letters of John Adams, who was 23 when he joined up in September 1914. He served with the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, and was involved in many significant events on the Western Front, particularly Passchendaele. These are his words, read by his grandchildren, and narrated by his great-grandchildren. From the letters this month, we learn that John Adams is still having ongoing treatment for his hand, and he has not been sent back to the front like other men that have. In the history section, we look at how the battalion is coping with new recruits taken from different parts of not only the British Isles, but also the world. We also learn from the letters, reading between the lines, that he did visit home quite often when he was in Ireland. We also know from the letters that around about this time he moved from Newtonards to Tipperary, but he still makes it home on occasion. My name's Mark Adams, and John Adams was my grandfather. For the letters this month, we learn that the severity of John Adams' injury stopped him being sent back to the front when other men were being moved back to their battalions. I wonder, did John think he was fortunate to stay in front, or did he feel guilty about not fighting with his comrades? With troop numbers already falling by the start of 1916, the Military Service Act came into force in Britain at the beginning of the year, except in Ireland, raising the Third Army. While the First Army was made up of the men who were already soldiers, and the Second Army were Kitchener's volunteers, the Third Army was made up of conscripts aged 18 to 41 years old. They would be filling the gaps in regiments due to loss, especially after the Somme. For July 1916, John Adams' regiment was being bolstered by new blood, but some men who had recovered from their wounds on the Somme were posted to another battalion, much to the protest of the men. In August, the 9th Service Battalion received more drafts and recovering wounded, and for the first time received English men. Around 90 men from the Sherwood Foresters, Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire regiments arrived on the 8th of August. 15 second lieutenants arrived, three of which were Roman Catholics. This showed how far the men had come since their Ulster Volunteer days. The 9th Service Battalion was changing. By Sunday the 9th of September, there were four Sunday services catering for Presbyterian, Wesleyans, Anglicans and Roman Catholics. Reinforcements continued to trickle in over the next few months. The most remarkable recruit arrived on 23rd of November. This included 34 Irishmen, 102 Englishmen from the London Regiment and one Russian, Private M.T. Panevsky. This was truly a world war. Postmark Hollywood, 7th of October 1916. Postcard shows Coltraw Manor County Down, a view across a mown field to a large house, haystacks stand in the foreground, and beyond lies Belfast Loch and the Antrim coast. Dear Mother, sorry I have been so long in sending those things, but I will soon. I have been so busy. Baby was vaccinated, his arm is sore. I will write soon. Got your letter all right. Glad to know about Jay being up. Hope all is well. Give my love to all. Your loving Jay Adams. Friday 20th of October 1916. Location could be either Newton Arge or Tipperary. My dear mother, I am sorry I have been so long in writing to you, but it is not my fault as I would have written to you and I was wondering why I never heard from you. 
I was thinking long to hear from you when I got your letter saying that you had not heard from me. Well, I hope yourself and all at home are still in good health and I hope Annie is still better and that Jimmy is not working too hard. I'm getting on alright here. I am liking the place better than I did at first. There was a board of docks here some time ago and a lot of men was passing fit and sent back to their units. But I was put back for further treatment. I do not know when I will get away from here. But you need not be uneasy about me as I am alright. I think I will get a pass sometime and go home to see you, but it means a lot of money. It would take 15 shillings to take me to Bestbrook Station at half fare. You need not expect me to go home very often. There is nothing I want you to send me. I thank you for that you have sent me. Did you know did you get a woolen jacket that Jenny knit for me home any time I was there? I cannot think where I left it. It was one without buttons. The weather is not so bad as it was a while ago, but what can you expect now that the winter will soon be here? I will hope you will forgive me for not writing sooner. It will not happen again. I think I must draw to an end and I will write soon again. Hoping to get a letter from you soon and hoping all at home are in good health. Goodbye, I remain your loving son, Johnny. Royal Irish Fusiliers, number one company, A Block, H Room, Irish Command Depot, Tipperary, 28th October 1916. Dear Mother, just a few lines hoping it will find all at home enjoying the usual good health, as this leaves myself for the same at present. The weather has got very wet in the last while, nothing but rain every day. But what can you expect at this time of year? I hope Jimmy got home alright from the station on the day I came away. We had some time to wait from when we got there, as the train did not go out as soon as I expected. It was as well to be too early as too late. I got back here alright and feel nothing the worse for the journey, but I do not think I would take on the same thing again. Well, I think if all is well and me here that long, I will get a leave home at Christmas, and it will not be long in wearing round to that. I am going to write to Jack tonight. Was there any word from him since? I wonder will he get home? I hope he does. I had no word from Jeannie this long time. I think she has forgotten that I am here. Was Jimmy telling you that we met Mr. Furrow on Monday night when we were going down to Bestbrook? He seemed quite pleased to see me. I do not know if he meant it or not. Nor do I care. I think I have no more to write about now. I must stop. Hoping to hear from you soon, I remain your loving son, Jay Adams. Thank you for listening to John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast. To find out more about John Adams and his family, visit www.johnadams.org.uk forward slash letters. The history of the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, during World War I is taken from Blacker's Boys. Visit them at www.9thirishfusiliers.co.uk with the number 9. Podcasts will be published 100 years after the letters are written, so will be published nearly every month. If you would like to contact us with comments or reactions, the email address is letters at johnadams.org.uk. This has been a Mark Mess production. <laughs>